0: Hello and welcome to this session of the Short Stay Virtual Summit where I welcome Will Slickers. Now Will joins me from the Slick Talk Hospitality Podcast where he is the host. He also has many more things on the go in this industry so I'm very excited to welcome him along and find out what has been happening. Will, how's things with you? How are you doing?
1: Elaine, it's so good to see you again. I've missed our lovely chats, and especially the last time we actually got to meet in person before all this stuff went down. Um, So thank you, I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, the same, it's so nice to see you. And and like you just said, it was literally the few hours as things were starting to shut down for the first time, wasn't it, when we, we saw one another last, which of course was March. 2020? It feels like yeah. a lot longer ago, but <laughs> I know that it was only 2020. So first of all, let's find out a bit about you. Tell, tell us a bit about your, your background, your podcast, what it is you do and, and how you got started.
1: Yeah, no, of course. Um, So I run Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Uh, I'm also a co-founder of Recreation Rentals, which is a experiential hospitality a vacation rental management company. That's a mouthful. I'll say that <laughs> fast, um, but we really want to highlight on the experiential part. So normally I would have just said a vacation rental management company, but experiential is kind of where uh, obviously this conversation is going to go in today. Um, but my background really starts when I had a failed event and chauffeur company when I was like 19 or 20 years old. Uh, couldn't compete with Uber. And then i learned my lessons very very hardly uh, but at the end of the day it made me find what i loved the most which is hospitality um so i started working with marriott with their autograph collection big 717 hotel room with 60 uh or rooms with 60,000 square foot of event space wow. it was a big property for my first one wow and, uh, yeah so that gave me my passion and drive for hospitality I moved to the Oregon coast here in the United States and became a manager of a couple of boutique properties and started my podcast and then never looked back ever since. So I haven't worked a W-2 or full-time uh, employment job since December 27th, 2019, right before all the, the crazy hustle and bustle we've been doing this last year. Yes.
0: So oh my gosh. So nothing like absolutely going all in at, at the deep end, but- yep it really does make you learn fast. Hey, when, when that happens and it, it's exciting and it keeps you yeah. going. So that's oh, really interesting to hear. So, and as you said, the experiential side, I see why that is in there because things, you you've got to stand out now. And yeah. one of the things which I really want to talk about, which I know you're a massive advocate of is destination marketing and for, and it's, it's really the award that you've actually created yeah. to celebrate those really embracing it in our industry. And that's the Destination Air Awards. So tell yeah. us a bit about that. I know it be, goes beyond the destination yeah. and into the experiential, but, but you put it in your words.
1: For sure. So the it's, it's long story short about, I'll give you the definition of the Destination Air concept. And the definition is people that are wired to create remarkable experiences that are anticipated and shared and the reason why that's really important is because during covid i was on actual national guard orders for the whole washington state to run all their test sites but i was still running the podcast still running my vacation rental management company um and i was talking to people like david jacoby from hostfully and simon lehman and all these other people and was just like that definition of people that are wired to create and i was like man that's something that's super I don't know. It was just in my head and in my heart, like the whole time. I couldn't like sleep uh, just thinking about people that are wired to create and just have the difference between wired to create and getting into creating because it makes you some money or or whatever. Um, And so, I kept seeing these same companies, these big companies be always, you know, spotlight in the headlines of, of, you know, news, press, all that type of stuff. I was like, man, like, yeah, they do cool stuff, but what about the people that are on the ground that are serving people during this time and never have changed their standard of hospitality, the people that continue to smile with a mask on and smile with their eyes and check people in and provide excellent cleaning and services to their property. What about them? They're not getting spotlight, uh, like everybody else is. So, uh, with a little bit of creativity from everyone else in the in the industry that got on board with its mission, uh, we created the Destination Air Awards and had over 50, or no, over 60 people from around the world get nominated by their peers because they were wired to create no matter what. They were able to get their guests to experience something that they were, or anticipate something that they could experience uh, even in a time of uncertainty. So it was uh, an amazing, amazing uh just community come together moments, I think for, for the whole industry.
0: It, yeah. It, it truly just is such an incredible initiative. And I, and I love hearing your words about it as well. When are the next awards coming up? Are you going to keep this going every year?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So the, the, the ambitious goal was to do a half like in-person slash virtual event this year. Um, but Come to find out, you know, it's a lot harder to plan an in-person event uh, with a pandemic that's going on. So yeah, uh, yeah. we're we're hopefully, I think we're gonna spice it up. I've been talking with a couple other people in the industry saying, should we do it throughout the year? Make it sporadic where just people can nominate whenever and then we do like a destination there of the quarter or the year, blah, blah, blah. Or do we wait until 2022? Which there's actually kind of a a team up Gonna happen in 2022 for the destination Awards, oh, with cool. another show that we know of, and I'll and I'll uh, spare the details because it's not official, official. But okay, we've been talking. So this year, I'm hoping we get to do something at least, uh, you know, recognizing each other for what we've been doing this last year.
0: Yeah, that that is great. So it it is absolutely it's so super tricky to to know exactly what's gonna be happening. So yeah. I completely see, it just needs to be fluid, doesn't it? You just see how it goes, and and yes. 2022 100% yeah. in person that's when it's going to be without doubt yeah. but but yeah i love that you're still looking for ways to to celebrate as you as you go on yeah. so for anybody new how would you actually describe destination marketing
1: good question so this one is really hard Because I think pre-pandemic, we thought of marketing as taking a picture of the bed or the bathroom or the amenities and posting it on social media and saying, come stay here, 20% off, do whatever, use this promo code, use this link, that type of stuff. But what we're realizing, at least in the US, I can speak for the US standpoint, because obviously that's where I'm at, Um, but For us, what we saw in like 2018, 2019 was this big stay local, eat local, you know, all these local movements, but they were failing because local businesses, let's be honest, were struggling to provide experiences, struggling to uh, market in a different way that shows the beauty of the destination, of their community. It was more of a get 20% off, buy two, get one free, do this, like it was all this, like, I don't know, it was just bland. You know, and so with destination marketing, the way we've been looking at it is that, yes, you're going to get a great place to stay, which is a bed, a bathroom, and usually a desk. Those are like the three top things that you're getting when you stay at a hotel, a vacation rental, anywhere, a hostel, even you can get these all um, with different type of accommodations, but what's going to make you stand out? And that's your community. That's the destination that you're in. I always love using the one I'm at because my office where I'm at right here, right at my door, like literally I see it right now, is a coffee roaster. And right below me, there's a tap like brewery type deal. There's a spa. There's all these little things around here that are very unique to our area. And so being able to tell that story to showcase these amenities compared to the ones in property, That's where we find it standing out a lot more because you're not just advertising like your competitors are with a bed, a shower, saying 20% off here. You're saying, come stay here as a collective versus as a solo property. If that kind of helps answer your question.
0: Yeah, it, it most definitely does. And it leads me really nicely to ask how important do you think it is to make the shift from just showing the the bed, the, the amenities within the property, as, as you said, as part of our marketing strategies as, as short-term rental hosts and providers in, in, well, now in this current landscape and moving yeah. forwards.
1: Um, it's, it's incredible because the, I think when, especially as a vacation rental manager, you often get qualified as an Airbnb, which we all know in the industry, we are not an Airbnb. We are a property on Airbnb. Yeah. Um, or or whatever OTA you wanna you wanna qualify for, but that is what the guests remember. They're gonna remember, oh, we got this Airbnb in, in Seattle. We got this Airbnb, or if, actually, a lot of people in this area actually call them VRBOs. So surprisingly, oh, interesting, know, they, yeah. they, they call them that. Um, but what's gonna make you stand out is by putting the name to the community and putting the community to the name. So instead of saying, hey, I stayed at an Airbnb. I want my guests to say they stayed at a recreation property where they got to experience, I'll just say the, the destination. We got to experience Camino Island in a way that Google can never show us. Google can't tell us the best local, um, you know, coffee, sh- uh, coffee stand that actually turns into a, a night bistro type thing at night, you know, without being advertised on the website, like whatever the uniqueness may be, like that is where the big shift is going to be because you want them to connect with, the brand, do you want them to connect to the area? You want this to become the moment maker that it is for these families or whoever your guest avatar is to continue to want to come back and do traditional trips. And frankly, like the, you know, boom of uh, road trips and, you know, drive to destinations as we've been calling them, uh, I don't think is going to go away. Even when international travel opens up, yes, there's going to be a huge, huge flux of Travels overseas to Europe to wherever. But the people, I think, like the, the overall traveler that's not in the industry is seeing that they can travel more with a better quality of life by doing short, close to home destination trips compared to one trip every year that they work their, their butt off to, to get two weeks and go. And then they usually end up stressing most of the time because yes. all the money they're putting out all the, you know, the work calls that are getting packed up. This is a more flexible living option, flash flexible travel option. Um, so I don't, again, I hope that answers your question, but uh, yeah. it's really important to have your property become like a, a moment maker versus, uh, I I stayed in an Airbnb moment type
0: deal. No, that's described it perfectly. Really, I love the way you've drawn that out. And I think it is really, really important that people start to understand that. And that shift in the way that people are looking at their holidays, that that one massive buildup that they're just waiting for all year, but actually they can enjoy more closer to home. Mm -hmm. and and get something really special out of it with people like you at at the helm who are going to just make the trip memorable easy smooth and there's not going to be this big massive build up that that they have with that once per year vacation Mm -hmm. so yeah sorry
1: go ahead I was going to say, it's really not hard to make it like super memorable either. Like you don't need to have a butler and a, and a private chauffeur and all this other stuff at your property. It's just anticipating needs and just taking the opportunity to recognize a moment when you see it. We, we see them all the time. Like you and I throughout our day, we have a decision that we can make a hundred times in a second almost uh, to make a moment when we see them. But most of the time as humans, sometimes we just get caught in our we're we're in a zone, right? Or yeah. we're in a we're busy in a work, cycle. yeah. Yeah, and and we we lack on execution of that moment, and so just being aware that okay, if I just pause, all right, Mister and Mrs. Uh, Smith, they, they really uh, are here for their anniversary. I don't know if they drink, but I can go get something very simple, or a, a, a local bottle of wine or a cider, or even a just like a um, a non alcoholic beverage that you want to yeah, get
0: juice, local pressed juice.
1: Yeah, coffee. We all love coffee. Yeah. And, uh, And a handwritten note, and that's it. Simple. Simple, simple, simple. But it just takes the time to execute. So, sorry, that was my last little- No, uh, I'm (laughs) glad
0: you added that in because I love the way that you have made it really clear that it can be as simple as that, rather than we like, as humans, our brains like to overcomplicate and make things difficult for ourselves. So yeah, I think that's really good point. So I'm glad you came back with that point. So if we, and it might lead us perfectly, to what I was gonna ask next, which is how should somebody, who is really, really new to the concept of destination marketing, get started. What should, What are the first steps just to make it super easy for people to, to really get started?
1: Totally. And I'll I'll go with the easiest one, the easiest one that gets missed so much. How many times have you gone to, uh, like obviously pre, pre-pandemic, you go to a hotel or whatever, and you ask the, the front desk like, hey, where's a good spot to, to get a drink with a friend. And they're normal, like sometimes you get the, oh, I don't really know, I am I'm, I'm, i don't go out much. That's, that's the answer you get. Well, you think about, okay, if I'm the front desk person, which vacation rental manager, you're a front desk person because you don't have really a front desk, but um, you think about where are my favorite places to go? I think about the, obviously like the coffee roaster, but then I also think about the cool little things about my chiropractor. He actually is a vacation rental host on Airbnb, host on his Airbnb, but he has beehives that he is actually a beekeeper. He has like over a couple hundred thousand bees and he collects his honey and he does his own little jar of honey for his guests, like small little things like that. And so my number one tactic and go-to for anyone who's new in the area is just Think about the places that you like. Where do you go often? What are the little, the little things? And it's very simple, very, very simple. Like I, I'm always going to reference the coffee because for me, I love coffee. I love Brazilian medium roast. Like that is my go-to coffee. And most people aren't snobs with coffee, but if you can provide something really cool and showcase that in your listing, in your um, listing description, in the photos, wherever your your digital guidebook. Um, these are the little things that you can do to start getting that creative juices flowing. Cause then it's going to open up a door and then you're going to like, Hey, I know my friend who is a business where they actually do like linens or they do this, or they do that. And you can imply it and incorporate it into your listing and your property, and you're going to end up becoming your your property is literally gonna have nothing that's from Amazon, nothing that's from Walmart or from this or from there. And it's gonna be all custom and destination aired uh for, for the local the local community. So it, it just that's starts with cool. one little thing. Start with your favorites. That's my that's my yeah. go to.
0: That that's really good. And what I love about about that, just looking local, is it becomes um more than just the experience for the guest. You actually end up making win-win situations for yourself for the people that you're connecting with for your community because then who's going to be sending business your way who's going to be referring you and it's these businesses that you're connecting with the ones that you're using their products in your holiday home the ones that you were recommending and this all builds up and it becomes a really really great fun business beyond just you know, you're going Not, through the day-to-day, you're doing the stuff, you're doing the things, you're actually communicating and having fun with with people.
1: Exactly. And which, we're doing what we're supposed to do, which is hospitality. Yes. And and like the one thing that always irks me is the people that are like, I can show you how to make a million dollars on Airbnb. Great, I can show you how to make a million dollars selling, you know, something on Amazon for, for any, like literally I can show you how to make a million dollars on whatever. Uh, but at the end of the day with this, and what I love about it is like when you're doing this destination marketing, flip the one thing like hotels have failed at pre pre pre-covid uh was that they never focus on the five feet around them they always focus on how can we get the cruise ships the international travelers the the visa students that are coming to work for the season or whatever how can we track these types of guests um but they failed the first five feet around them and they also failed to humanize the hotel it's always the the lobby bar or the room or the shower or whatever like like again we've all been kind of realizing but if you can humanize the experience if you can humanize the brand putting a face putting actual the local business owner um, putting your your guys's team on your listing or your website like humanizing the aspect will definitely make the biggest switch for anyone that's getting into destination marketing
0: yeah most definitely and because we do all get sort of caught up or we can get pulled into just the marketing talk and yeah you know, we've got to do this. We've got to do that, that. We've got to keep our listings up today. We've got to keep marketing, but actually you could just peel that back and just yeah. that becomes natural because you've built the relationships. And, and I do think that's key. And those are the, those deliverables, the amazing, memorable experiences that, that guests are going to go away with. That's what's going to bring them back. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's where we're going to, Start really rolling forwards in our businesses instead of thinking right. Where's my next booking coming from? You're yeah. going to be looking ahead and seeing a, a full calendar. People wanting to come back, referrals coming your way, yeah. and that's huge. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, well, I, and just another part to that is that you have you know most destinations have an off season. Well, if you can build that relationship with the community, guess who's going to be filling your off season? It's going to be the you know the people that couldn't travel during the busy season because They knew their friends and family were busy with work or, or with their business or whatever. And now during the off time that they're able to come, guess what? They're going to be like, Hey, Elaine has a really cool, uh, villa over here or wherever. And like, why don't we just go call her up and see if she's available and has, has an opening. Guess what? Now you're getting booked more than you actually would have. And that any OTA could have actually brought you. Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. And that, that better connection with that guest and you're serving okay. them better because you've got all access to that guest okay. and to the yeah. ability to, to serve, which is what it all comes back down to, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Perfect. That's so cool. <laughs> I've loved talking about destination marketing because it is something that, you know, there's bits and snippets about, but to, to hear that full rounded and the full circle that it actually comes and to have you sort of lay that all out, I think is gonna be super useful for people. And I just, I can't <laughs> emphasize enough how how important this is because we as individual businesses we have such a big impact on that area. Mm-hmm. There's a lot from our short-term rentals. It does impact the area. So to impact in a really positive way, I mean, it there's so many ripple effects from every single connection that we make in our local area that um, it, it really builds the future of our industry as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. You become a good stakeholder in the industry versus a, a bad apple that yeah. ends up in coming down with regulations or bans or whatever. Yes. You, you really are providing value to the, not just the community in your area, but the overall industry as a whole. That That's what we want to, Understand that it's not a, it's not just a get more bookings game. Yeah, like that's part of the business. But um, if you're really in it to win it, it's a collective effort. It's a collective uh, mindset that we have to. Like, yeah, this is a share economy, and everyone benefits from uh, this type of effort. But uh, you have to understand that this affects the industry, not just your your destination.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Thank you for, for really laying that out. I think it's gonna be hugely useful for, for people moving forwards. And what final words of advice would you give to somebody wanting to thrive right now in this unusual landscape <laughs> moving forwards?
1: Uh, there's a lot uh, I would go into, but honestly just to like right now, this is the moment. Like this is a time that like I, you and I are big advocates of Book Direct, for sure, hundred percent Book Direct. But right now, if you are just now getting into it or brand new and just kind of wondering what to do, this is the time where platforms like Airbnb or whatever are pushing demand like crazy because they are so short of inventory. At least they are here in the U.S. I, I know that they're they're desperate for new hosts and new managers to come on board. Um, this is the time to to get started. Like you won't have any issues getting booked. I guarantee it, like obviously make a good listing, do good photos, do all that stuff, but get the bookings in and then start working those relationships. How can you make your guests remember your name, remember your brand? That's the, that's your homework right now. If you're listening to this and you are just like, well, we got like two bookings, get them to remember your name. That's all I want you to do. Just get them to remember it and you'll be good. Like just start there and the juices and the creativity will flow, so. That's my go-to.
0: Great advice. And I think just something that just popped into my head, there was something that, um, I think it was Simon Cowell that said this, was that just in the way that he's got on so well, I mean, obviously he's he's genius in his industry, but one thing I'm sure I I saw him say was that to make the person in front of you feel important. So imagine they've got this sign above their head saying, make me feel important. And if we have that, at the the core, that's that is exactly what you've you've just you've just described. Just yeah. make them feel important, and that's how they're gonna remember you, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. No so cool. All advice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, <laughs>
0: yeah. like <Seriously>. Simon Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you see the future of our industry heading?
1: Um, I see the evolution of hosts to. Property manager to a hospitality brand being a real big thing. Um, I'm pretty sure you and I are both aware of um, Jasper Rivers from Get Paid for Your Pad and Eric Moeller and all that. Uh, but I really liked what they said that you know from host to hospitality brand. And I think the like one thing that the vacation rental world and the hotel world, you know, I've always had this little tiff. Um, the hotels were just saying you know they're not doing the regulatory stuff. They're not paying the taxes that we are. They're not doing the but then vacation rental side is we are professional, we offer hospitality, we actually are doing a great, if not better service than hotels. Um, you know, there's all these two different sides. I think we're gonna see the evolution of that really happen as the industry evolves. You know, people are starting to realize you can't be cookie cutter anymore. And, and so um, I think that's gonna be a big thing. I think the host to property manager evolution uh, from you know having one holiday let or vacation rental to 10 it's going to be the the big uh, the big change coming up
0: yeah i love it i love to hear your side of it and it's been lovely to chat to you so if people would like to get a hold of you they want to come and listen to the podcast find out about the destination air awards where can they find you online
1: yes it's really easy so go to slicktalkthepodcast.com You'll find the Slick Talk Hospitality podcast there. You'll find Good Morning Hospitality, which is our morning show. Oh, yeah. I
0: forgot to ask you about that. Yeah. No, it's
1: okay. We we took a little break uh, just to catch up on work. And I'm like, oh, we're getting back in the swing of things. Uh, And then, um, yeah, and then we also have all the destination air stuff on there, too. So it'll be updated. And that's the, the living space for all things Slick Talk.
0: Great stuff, that's the HQ, so go check it out. Thank you, Will, for spending some time with me today. I genuinely just, I love your energy, I love your attitude, and I I just love that we've got you in the industry because what you've said today really is uh, what's gonna keep the industry moving forwards and and make it just loads of fun from both sides, not just us, but the guests, (laughs) the areas that we're in. Yeah, it's it's really great. So thanks for being here. hopefully i'll get to see you in the not too distant future keep in touch and have an amazing day (laughs) take care bye for now Bye. bye